incredibly exciting. It's really about as a developer, that's an amazing feeling to have. Good evening, good evening and good night, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the latest PS5. Uh, it's episode 35. Wow. Uh, I'm your host today, Mr. Alex Sylvester, and I'm joined with me, as always, my co-host, Mr. Sonny Sangera. How are you doing, mate? I'm doing very well, thank you, on this fine evening. I've got a cup of tea. We've just recorded our Patreon show for Patreons, and I'm just yep. chilling, talking video games. <laughs> talking video games is what we'll always love to do every single week, ladies and gentlemen, so make sure you tune in. Uh, this episode, in particular, is brought to you by our pa- Patreon producers. Uh, the first one is George Ricks. And Adam Batty, so thank you for your continued support. Uh, and obviously, uh, any of you listeners out there, we are now on Patreon. You want to do the PSA? You want to throw that out there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, obviously, we started a Patreon to help support the podcast. Uh, you can head over to the latest PS5 Patreon page at www.patreon.com forward slash latest PS5. The link is in the description of the episode. It's in the description of all the episodes. Uh, Over there, you'll find early access to this episode every single week, access to our other PlayStation show, the latest PSX. That's a show where we talk all things video games. Last week's episode was our top five most anticipated games of 2021, and we've just recorded this week's episode, which is our top five gaming predictions of 2021. Could PSVR 2 be in there? More PS5 hardware news, games? You have to go over there and have a listen. Uh, and you also have the option to watch episodes of the latest PSX in video form as well. There's so much more on there. Uh, there's more features and benefits. So head over there now and have a look. Nice, nice, nice. Thank you for that. All right, so we've got a, a load of news for you guys today. Uh, we're going to go all over the shop. Uh, it's been an interesting week for a lot of the big game uh manufacturers out there nintendo and sony both released their figures uh, so we're going to be talking about that we're going to dive into a bit of uh, mass effect and uh, we've got a couple of nice little tidbits for you at the end tidbits mm-hmm. anyway let's just dive straight back into it so to the news updates um <clears throat> as it does every year sony reports its final earning uh, for final sorry let's just rewind that sony reports its financial earnings at the top at the end of every fiscal year until then we get quarterly updates that's every four months on how the gaming business is doing. Um, that update today was from um, Sony, of course. They've got the best ever year. Well, they've had the best ever year uh, with revenue and profits. Um, and the following de- data is for Q3 of 2020, which is October 1st to December the 31st. Um, yeah, so some interesting figures. So starting off from the initial console launch, of the PlayStation 5, November 12th, uh, to the final day of 2020, Sony sold uh, 4.5 million PlayStation 5 consoles. Uh, the number is in line with the launch sales of the PlayStation 4 in its first two months on the market. So, yeah, it's not doing too bad, are they? Mm-hmm. Uh, the PS4 console sold 1.4 units during its um, during the same time uh, between well during its quarter three. Uh, period of 2020, uh, which takes its lifetime sales number to 115.3 million. That's 115.3 million, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this is a huge drop 
from the 6 million PS4 consoles sold at the same time last year. But as expected, due to the launch of the PlayStation 5, there will naturally be a decrease in the PlayStation 4 uh, manufacturing side things. But that's still a impressive number. Uh, as a whole, Sony Games and Network Division generated a massive $8.4 billion in revenue, an increase of 40% compared to last year. Uh, so this is Sony's best ever quarter for gaming revenue. Wow. This is in their tenure. Uh, breaking that number down more, um, the biggest piece of revenue of the revenue pie was software sales, which accounted for $4.6 billion. Of that software pie, digital game sales accounted for $1.76 billion, and add-on content, $2.43 billion. Impressive. Um, a total of 103.7 million games uh, were sold for PlayStation platforms, with 18.4 million of those uh, being Sony's first-party titles. Uh, Miles Morales was the biggest seller for Sony, with 4.1 million units sold in just 49 days. Uh, PlayStation Network users across all PlayStation devices reached 114 million. PlayStation Plus. Uh, continues its growth as year over year has seen a 22% increase in subscribers. Uh, the total user count of the PlayStation Plus subscriber now stands at 47.4 million. Wow. Uh, in regards to the PlayStation Plus count on a PS5, 87% of all PS5 users are active members of the service, um, not to mention the scalpers. Um, Sony also reiterated its aim to sell 7.6 million PS5 consoles by the 31st of March 2021, which would pace it ahead of the PlayStation 4. And finally, based on these positive results, Sony has increased its forecast to over $25 billion revenue for its the entire fiscal year. Wow, those are some really healthy numbers. Mm, some definitely. Really healthy numbers. Yeah, loads of billions in there. I like that. I like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, it's, it's basically yeah. that that that's what you expect, you know what I mean? It's it's I love the fact that Nintendo talk about their gaming division and it's in the billions. Sony talk about their gaming division and it's in the billions and Microsoft talk about their computing division not gaming division computing division because they don't want to do the separate numbers do they <laughs> yep, they don't yeah it's a bit embarrassing on that side of thing but hopefully they manage to get things sorted but geez sony is just going from strength to strength especially in their final year they, even though they were down six million you know for the same time last year i mean that's still impressive nonetheless you know um i mean unfortunately microsoft their closest competitor couldn't say the same and obviously Nintendo showing how strong they could actually be with such a less powered console. I still can't believe that the, the numbers that Nintendo actually came out with, well, they will be coming out with, but the projections um, are sounding really it's, interesting. Dude, it's the, it's, it's the second machine for PlayStation gamers and everything as well. But of all the numbers you said, the ones that impressed yeah. me the most are this two specifically. Miles Morales, 4.1 million units in 49 days. You know, that, yeah, that's brilliant. In a, in a you know a market that's got the new Call of Duty, Assassin's Creed, and all yeah. these, you know, Madden, FIFA, NBA, all these games are in there. And Miles yeah, is yeah. pulling those numbers that quick. Pulling those numbers, yeah, but it just shows testament to Sony and making a quality launch title, mm. even though it was launched on both platforms, so they got the advantage of both. Um, it would have been nice to see the sales split, though, between the PS4 and the PS5. Naturally. I think that will come out in the, yeah. you know, in the next few days or a week or two. As I said, we are recording this on Wednesday, not Friday. Yeah. So no one are, when this goes public on Friday, the number would have already <laughs> come out and we're outdated. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So keep your eyes out, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so yeah, jumping on to uh, number two. Well, dude, before you move on, um, 87% 
of all PS5 users are active members on PlayStation Plus. That shows that, you know, a lot of people bought scalped consoles then. You know, (laughs) that's the case because obviously to have 87% of 4.5 million on PlayStation Plus shows that, yeah, okay, the console got out. A lot of people still don't do so. But a big factor to that, I think, as well, is probably that PlayStation Plus collection. You know, yeah, because yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't want to spend fifty quid if it's not. Yeah, but you're getting all these games on top of what you get free every month. You know, yeah, yeah, and yeah. things like that. That's yeah, a really good deal. Really good deal. I've got some really good games coming out um, this month as well, including uh, Control Ultimate Edition. Um, I managed to pick up uh, God of War as well. Oh my gosh, we missed out a big chunk. <laughs> we'll come back to that later. We'll come back to that later. But yeah, yeah. I really do want to dive into that. But anyway, um, yeah. So. Uh, uh, 7.6 uh, million uh, PS5 consoles by the 31st of March. Uh, do you think they can do it? Do you think? I think they if they, make... I think if the stock's there, they can easy. I think they could probably get to 10 million if they had the stock. The problem that they <laughs> yeah. have is again, it's man, it's not just the the business, it's components, it's manufacturing, and now shipping has become an issue for electronical companies as yeah. well. Like you yeah. know, yeah. it's everything is coming in. You know, first it was. Companies are going to have to fight for components, which they are. Then there's the pandemic, which is obviously making it harder. And to top it all off now, there's a lack of shipping containers worldwide for companies to use in a lockdown. Yeah. So it's just like, wow, everything yeah, is going against them. You know? <laughs> yeah, and, that. you know, we spoke about it briefly in latest PSX. It, it's not in the news stories because it was only a small one. But obviously AMD's president, the supplier of chips for the PS5, have said, you know, we yep. spoke about it last week that... There will be a shortage of not just a PS5, but the Xbox Series consoles yep. as well, and other AMD products all the way until through the later half of 2021. Because we even said, I think it was, we had a question last week, wasn't it? When yeah. somebody asked, when do we think it's going to regularly be in stores? And we said, probably not until like March, April 2022, just because. Yeah. By the time they do get the machines into stores properly, we're in Christmas time, and they're just going to fly off the shelves again. Yeah, that's you know? true. And we're also seeing the uh, the scalper value now uh, dropping considerably. Uh, you know, before we saw it in the the grands, and then it dropped down steadily to the nine hundreds, eight hundreds. Now it's around the uh, five hundred, six hundred mark now. Mm. So uh, yeah, you know, it's it's there's definitely a lot more confidence um, that the supply is going to be uh, replenished, so that everyone can again get their hands on it at least. Um, but yeah, let's go. Um, very impressive. Very impressive. So I'm just looking forward. I just hope that they actually do reach these figures uh, and increasing its forecast as well to 25 billion um, for the entire fiscal fiscal year. I mean, geez, they they're just not they're just not late enough. You know what I mean? That's what I love about Sony. You know what I mean? They're just going balls deep. Let's just get this cash. We know we've got a very successful brand, and we can definitely they're very very confident in converting that 114 plus. Well, sorry, 100 and 15.3 million uh, fan base uh, towards the PlayStation 5 and, mm. and gradually get them to evolve um, to the PlayStation 5 when they can get their hands on it. But yeah, some really good figures, really interesting. Um, okay, so jumping on to number two of the, of the news segment, we've got um, <clears throat> a little update. Uh, if you switched on your PlayStation 5 today, uh, you would have been prompted for a system update. Uh, we have to say that this was another update that we gamers wanted on the PS5. Once we have installed the 2002 update, uh, a PS4 disc will no longer try to consistently attempt 
installing the PS4 version of a game. Uh, this has been an issue, as many would complain, that both the PS5 and the PS4 versions of the game would be installed. Uh, the update provided uh, also provided improvements to system performance. Uh, so if you haven't been prompted to update, please go to your settings and do it now, mm. uh, which is a... I can't believe that there's just a little bug which they just forgot. Obviously, they're making one of the greatest machines ever to grace Earth, and they forgot to make sure that when the disk drive recognizes PlayStation <laughs> this or PS4 disk to, to, to install the correct game. I mean, we had that issue on the first day, didn't we? And we were trying yeah, to yeah, install NBA. This. And that was a digital version, yeah, NBA. Yeah, I think, you know, so. Yeah, I think as well. I'm just thinking that should have been a, a no brainer, really. I think that one. It's, it's it's half Sony, half third parties. More Sony because they didn't tell the third parties how to do it. But obviously, because it was yeah. all patches to you know, you can get the PS5 version for free. So I think what the PS4 was doing, it was recognizing that you had put a game in and it was ready to give you the PS5 game for free. But it needed that base game first in there mm. because, for example, with um, NBA, it installed yeah. the game for us, thinking it was a PS4, but as soon as I clicked for the PS5, it just switched to PS5 within a couple of minutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah Whereas yeah. Dirt 5, for me, installed the PS4 and the PS5 version of the game. Sackboy, the PS4 <laughs> and the PS5. I was like, what the hell, man? Why is all my memory yeah. gone so quick? Yeah. You know, but yeah. it's, um, yeah, it's good. Again, it's, it's a quality of life improvement. And when a new machine comes out, you get a lot of quality of life improvements over the first year. And I think we're slowly getting this. Now we don't have um, you know, now we we were warned first about a PS4 yeah. game being played. Now we're not even going to get the PS4 game installed, which is great. So yeah, it's about time. Quality of and life like, improvements. Yeah. And it's what happens to being a bug tester for the first year, right? So uh, I mean, I hope that actually, it actually thank us with some really good games or uh-huh. some money off the PlayStation Plus. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, moving on to number three, uh, the highly anticipated Mass Effect Remastered Woo! Collection has finally had its technical upgrades detailed along with a new trailer showing it off. Uh, Bioware and EA detailed the following for the game, which launches this May. Um, It's going to be in 4K, glorious 4K, as expected. HDR, 60 FPS on the the PlayStation 5. Uh, Redone character models. There's going to be more hair, more makeup, and skin tone options in creation, improved textures, um, implantation of better shaders, shadows, and VFX. Uh, The original Mass Effect has also been updated, uh, improved UI, uh, camera angles, aiming, and more. Uh, the iconic Femship from Mass Effect 3 will now be available in 1 and 2. Um, the 40 DLC packs from all three games, including promo weapons, armors, and more. They're just going to throw it all in there. This, this might as well just call it the Mass Effect Ultimate Edition. <laughs> you know I mean, this, this yeah, sounds like it's going to be uh, as expected. I just hope we see a lot more of this from all... Um, I mean, again, i got to shout out Nintendo as well. They've managed to release out some, uh, re-release some of the uh, poorest selling games on the Wii U, as we mentioned you know, earlier on this week. Uh, games like uh, Mario Super Brothers, Mario U, uh, obviously Mario Kart 8, uh, and they're pretty much just uh, Smash Brothers, obviously. You know, all these games which were released like, maybe like five years ago plus, mm. and now they've just thrown in all the DLC, upgraded all the graphics, and pretty much just released a polished game the way that it was supposed to be um, delivered and i do hope that other companies especially you know see sony's doing this now with mass effects um or ea and bioware are doing it uh, i just hope that other studios are doing the same you know because there's a whole host of um 
gamers out there who haven't really had a chance to get their hands on these games mm. you know so instead of just having them just like gather digital dust you can actually just play the game in glorious well updated spec uh and run it on the ps5 or even the xbox if you manage to get your hands on one of those either but the, um but yeah i think the big thing as well is people when the ps3 finished and the ps4 came out people were just releasing ports onto yeah. the PS4, whereas Sony went in, spoke with Activision. It was cr- it was the Crash Bandicoot, like the insane trilogy that got everybody buzzing, you know, because it showed up yeah. what a remaster. And then you had Shadow of the Colossus, and then, you know, Sony went all out with Demon's Souls as well. When they do a collection, they really go to work on it, and everyone screamed for this, and EA years ago said, no, why? We don't mm. release old games. And yeah. now they're doing it. I think, you know, uh, an interview came out with a developer when... So the Mass Effect games were created on Unreal Engine 3. And the intricate systems of Mass Effect are so complex that when they asked, oh, why didn't you think about putting it to Unreal 4? He's basically just broke the game. And everything <laughs> would have to be redone. And yeah. they just didn't have the time frame to do that. But... There is side-by-side shots on Mass Effect social channels, EA social, PlayStation social channels, and it looks great. Again, this was in my top five list of most anticipated games on the latest PSX show, which is on Patreon. Uh, I can't wait for this game. But Alex, yeah. it's out in May, same month as Resident Evil. Fuck! Oh, yeah, it's going to be good. It's going to be a good It's going to be a good spring. It's going to be expensive. Yeah, it's going to be a very expensive spring at £70 or dollars per game, depending on where you are in the world. Uh, yeah, but I'm just hoping that they're just going to be delivering it with quality, mm. you know. So, uh, and yeah, from what we've seen so far and from what Mass Effect is promising, uh, it's going to be worth it, you know. So <clears throat> let's have a look. Okay, so uh, jumping on to number four now, which is, I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, I couldn't wait to get to this segment, but uh, you'll you'll find out soon enough. Um in a quick turnaround uh, from announcement to implementation, the 2018 Game of the Year, God of War, uh, received a welcome PS5 enhancement pack. Enhancement pack. Um, uh, posting on their social channels, uh, Sony uh, Santa Monica announced the patch for uh, February the 2nd, which is free for all God of War owners. Uh, once implemented, the game will run at a lot 60 frames per second with a 4K resolution. Uh, the game originally ran at a synced 30 uh, FPS on the PlayStation 4. So this is welcomed. I mean, oh my gosh. All right, ladies and gentlemen. I managed to get my hands on the PlayStation 5. Yes, thank you very much. It was hard. You know, the amount of things that we had to go through just to get it. The <laughs> <laughs> amount of mountains to climb just to get my hands onto this box. But anyway, um, yeah, yeah. Managed to download God of War. Uh, and that game is phenomenal. I kind of missed the God of War craze, obviously. I know Sully was all over it and saying how amazing the game was. Not only just the visuals, the di- the, the art style that they went for, um, and just the game in general. It's like one of the best developed games in history. I'm managing to, I've just opened my eyes to it now. And ladies and gentlemen, the game is amazing. If you haven't played it yet, get it. As soon as you've got a PlayStation 5, even if you've got a PlayStation 4 and you haven't even played it yet, just get it. The game is an amazing game. Um, and to hear that uh, Sony Santa Monica has released this update patch, you know what I mean? Because that's the one thing that was kind of bugging me about it. I mean, it did look brilliant. It looked really nice. You got two modes. You had the enhancements mode and performance mode, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, the enhancement mode was uh, obviously with all the 4K visuals, but it ran at a slightly lower uh, frame rate. And the performance modes, six frames per second, or thereabouts. Uh, but obviously the visuals took a bit of a hit, um, as you would expect. But now they're doing a Miles Morales, aren't they? And they're, they're bringing the best of both worlds. 
and it's only making me ever more happy. Well, you're <laughs> <awesome>. <laughs> oh, mate. Nice it's pissed me off so much that I platinum the game, and I thought there's no <laughs> gain for me to playing it again, right? And I was like, oh! But obviously I was on PlayStation last night, you were on, you, know, yep. you shared your screen, and you, I just watched you play for like 10 minutes, and I was just yep. missing the game, and everything came back about him. <laughs> you know what it is? It's the, the best thing about that game for me, obviously besides the lore, because obviously I grew yep. up with Kratos and everything, and the relationship between father and son in that game, but it's the single yeah. take. Like yeah. the, the camera just never ever cuts, you know, it and it's just yeah, so yeah. crazy. What bit are you up to? Oh gosh, uh, I don't even know. Oh, okay. I've just met a witch, the witch of the woods, who lived underneath a giant tortoise. How amazing did that area look though? <laughs> we just just hear what I just said, ladies and gentlemen. I've just met a witch who lives in the woods underneath a giant tortoise. I mean it sounds weird, but when you see it, it looks so well done. You know, like just one of the greatest fantasy type visualizations of what I've just said uh, that you could ever imagine. And oh. um, that it brings the North mythology into um, into fruition as well as uh, combining that with Greek mythology. That aspect I love really well, man. I mean, that's, mate, that's a really uh, mate, I'm sorry, but your game is about to completely change because what you've played yeah. is the linear god of war after you meet her it's gonna open to the open world god of war oh, really? you are about to go oh, wow into next levels <laughs> on this game like when you just think the game has done what it can it just takes yeah, you yeah, yeah. like totally Bro. changes the game all in wow. a single take so that means you fought yep. the guy at your house right yep fought that guy i can't remember how wicked was that fight well, that was amazing i mean I could have been convinced I was watching like a big budget Hollywood movie that just got one fight scene alone. Uh, I mean, and the fact it was all like a one, you know, it's all on one single take. Uh, and the way they com uh, combine the action, you know, the gameplay, mm. as well as like the cinematics, it's just seamless. Yeah. It's just seamless. I mean, you're there like just bashing away and then it just goes into a crazy cutscene and there is just no transition at all. And it's just, you know, it's beautiful, man. I mean, I just wish more games did that. You know what I mean? And just, it doesn't, uh, change the pacing you know it just keeps the momentum and um I'm, i was loving it but that guy i mean it's no spoiler ladies and gentlemen he's like the first boss that you meet and this random guy just comes up to your door and knocks on it you don't know what he wants but you can just tell that he's up to some mischief man he just wants some beef um and next thing you know you're in a fight you're going into a full-blown fight you've got god of war who is literally you know what eight foot probably bigger than that uh beast of a man uh and you've got this scrawny dude <laughs> do you know what I mean? who's barely got enough meat on him to keep him warm um in the snow which is you know he's, he's running around topless i'm thinking what the hell's going on with that uh but yeah he's he's bringing some power man i mean i was surprised to see how much power he actually wielded i didn't realize that he was potentially a god hmm. you know it's completely unassuming uh, but the visuals Boulder. yeah the um yeah, that was his name, right? Yeah. yeah. Visuals, Do you want to know who he is? Do you want to know who plays him? Do you want to know why who he's skinny it? and scrawny? Yeah, go for it. He's in Saving Private Ryan. He's the guy who gets who's really small and gets scared and watches his friend die, and then he grows a set at the end and shoots the German. Oh, you're joking, is that? Yeah, he's also in uh, Flash and Arrow as well. I don't oh. know who he plays in there, but... Yeah, he's just like the scrawny guy who's always in the films. But that's ball. He won a um a big. I think he won a BAFTA for the perform okay. supporting actor in a video wow. game. Um, yeah. But yeah, dude, the, the game is stunning. Like God of War. Yeah. Like I said to you, it's my favorite game of all time. Yeah. And the puzzles are just so unique. The game just keeps getting 
better and better. But this is this is where you got to be careful because as the game opens up, this is where people start to get lost because yeah. this is where you have your main story arc. But if you do the main story arc, you're never going to see the dragons. You know what yeah. I mean? You've you kind of got to go off. You can get easily get lost, and you're going to start dying a lot and shit. Like fuck's yeah. sake, you know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah. I've, I've already died a lot. <laughs> before you move on, dude, how cool yeah. is that axe? The axe is freaking amazing. I mean, you can, throw this, you can throw this axe in any which direction and you can call it back at any time, especially it's perfect when you've got like an enemy heading towards you and you call it back and it rips right through them, taking off considerable amount of damage for them. Hmm. Yo, the mechanics are absolutely my, sick. Isn't it? My hint for you uh, yeah. and for anyone listening to play God of War, when you get your abilities to power up and, you know, uh, up your stats, focus on Atreus up him all right because he causes damage in the fights yeah right? you know what i mean so well, if you yeah, yeah but if, if you power him up yeah. while you're whooping ass with that axe he's causing not just like distractions but he's also causing damage for you yeah you know what i mean so yeah. you want atreus oh, powered up so you want to focus on your health and you want to focus yeah. on atreus they're the two things you mainly want to focus on because then you can really go to town because as yeah. the game goes on you get more weapons and stuff like that so you're going to be messing around and experimenting with combos and stuff but the yeah. always constant is atreus who's obviously attacking and distracting and your health yeah. which you obviously need and all i'm going to say is i don't think you as a nintendo player will be able to beat the valkyrie <laughs> I laugh at your assumptions. <laughs> I'll be able to smash it to pieces. I mean, it's a good game, but the mechanics are still the mechanics. I mean, I'll be able to smash it. I'll beat your time. <laughs> you're here first, ladies and gentlemen. I will beat Sony Sangera's time. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. But the God of War, I didn't. We'll I, I told you, like Last of Us, that was a game I just could not rush. Oh, you fleshed out, didn't you? you I it took out. my time with God of War. Yeah. I was checking yeah. every nook and cranny. I was going for platinum, baby. You know what I mean? <laughs> I did not want that game to end, and I didn't want to play it twice, so I took my time. Yeah, I was going back. To. I was you going... know, I noticed as well, I didn't realise that there was these little birds flying around, um, these little ravens, and like ghostly ravens. Ladies and gentlemen, if you do manage to go past any of them, um, I didn't realise that you could actually kill them. You know what I mean? You can actually collect them. Um, and when I realised that... Oh, I yeah, I just... yeah. I think it took me yeah. a second to register which one you're on about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. so pretty much I, I only found it out just uh, the, the boss just before uh, I met the witch in the woods. Um, I managed to get rid of one of these birds, and I was like, oh, I've just got a point there. And then I remembered that there was one earlier on in the game when you meet that guy, what's his name? The short uh, axe wielding guy. Oh, um, yeah, 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 yeah. The guy yeah. who does all the weapons for you. He wants weapons, yeah, anyway. So I had to go all the way back there. And that means undoing all the puzzles, Brock. all the traps that you did before. Brock, yeah, yeah. Uh, just to get back to that level. And uh, the fact that it was just so, it's just so in depth, you know what I mean? And then when I got there, I realized, oh, I don't have to take a right you know, and continue the path that I've just come back from. I can take a left. And then there's a whole set of other anim um, enemies, animals, and it's just it's what, makes, it's what makes the game it's great. So, yeah, it's full of depth, man. But so, I think what uh, makes I the game, game I think what makes <laughs> the game great, uh, we've gone completely off. Yeah. People are like, why are they talking about God of War? But there's God of War, people. <laughs> it's God of you War. You know, it's just that <laughs> this is what you get when you give developers time and money. And you, you, what you're seeing in God of War is a game which can run on a base PS4 console. That's yeah. this game running on that hardware. And yeah. you look at the combat mechanics. It's all done in a single take. It's when you take it a genre and you revolutionize it with yeah. just new tricks and new ways. Like yeah. the single take camera, the combat system, 
you know, it's just base RPG elements. It's nothing major compared to other RPGs, but it's just the acting, everything. Like, dude, seriously, when you finish the game, yeah. watch the God of War documentary, and you'll have so much more respect to the development of that game because it is ridiculous. They had Shuhei came in one time and said, "This is shit, fix it." And I was just like, wow, you know what I mean? But like, it's just, it's amazing. So keep playing it, you'll love it. But yeah, it's a great story. If you've got if you've got it, it's a great enhancement. I, I, I am thinking to myself once, because obviously when I finish these load of games, I've got to wait till May. So I might, I'm going to do the last of two again to get a platinum. Okay. Then I may do God of yeah. War then. You know, I'm like, right, oh, I'm going to do it again. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely, man. Like I just say as well, as you said, it was released on PlayStation uh, PS4 and PS4 Pro and yeah when it was on that system I'm sure it sounded like a jet engine right? Oh it did mate it oh just... my <laughs> god no, not just that I could turn I could be in a cold winter in my house turn all the heating off play God of War my house would be hot <laughs> honestly I used to think to Energy myself saving, that's good. <laughs> I used to think to myself like because I only ever played God of War at night time because I wanted it to yep. be pitch black around me that, yeah, yeah, you, you know I had to have all the aesthetics and surroundings had to be perfect but I just didn't yeah. understand why I was sweating when I played I said the game's not hard <laughs> why am I sweating and then it wasn't until like, and I was playing with my um, headset on because yeah. obviously it had enhanced audio on PS4 of course, and of it was just like this sounds amazing this is amazing but why the fuck am I sweating and then I realised my PS4 was literally having a sauna behind my thing. I was like, oh, wow. Like, this... It is like the sweatband, those 80s. Uh, this, all the gels and that are on the motherboard yeah, are going to yeah. start melting wow. at this rate. <laughs> but it did sound like a yeah. jet engine the whole yeah, time I played the game. But on the PlayStation 5, dude, it just sounds quiet. You know, I mean, it. It's not even breaking a sweat. It's just like, oh my God, is this actually running this game effortlessly? You know, even when there's a whole load of activity on the screen, it just sounds quiet. quiet. So, um, yeah, man, they've done really well on the, uh, the architecture of that system uh, on the PS5. Uh, but anyway, guys, uh, yeah, we've jumped on a bit more than we expected about the God of War. But as we're talking about, you can hear our passion about the game. It's really good. It's really worth it. It's going to be both of you out there who've already played it. Hats off to you guys. Both of you who haven't, you need to get your hands on it one way or another. Um, and it is available for the PlayStation 4, so... Go get the jet engine version. Anyway, so jumping on to the fifth and final news bit. Uh, announced last year, but detailed uh, this week, uh, we witnessed gaming history, ladies and gentlemen, co posted not only on PlayStation social channels, but Xbox as well. MLB, the show 21, was revealed with Fernando Titus Jr. as its cover star. And it is set for release on PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, the Xbox consoles this April. Uh, but Sony didn't just stop the niceties there. Um, they also announced that MLB, the show, will feature cross-platform multiplayer um, and that the collector's edition will be available for all platforms. Crazy. This was... Uh, a milestone which you know could have easily been overlooked you know and i guess it is you know just with a mlb game i mean i guess major league baseball is not really that big uh in the at the europe or you know anywhere but america but mm. this one game right here is just showing the um the, i guess the crossover not even for the game going um into different generations but also companies rivaling companies now working together uh mlb show produced by sony is going to be on the play uh, on the xbox series of consoles that when you showed me that logo on the actual um, on the, the cover art, on the box art yeah 
It's it was freaky, like, oh, right? I looked at it, it like, what? Freaky. I don't, I'm not used to that. freezing over. Pigs are flying. What the hell? Well, Alex, oh, you God. think that's bad? It's coming to Switch later in the year. That's going to be a <laughs> freaky box art to look at. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like they're, they're rekindling their old relationship. Sony and Nintendo are getting back in bed together. But um, but yeah, man, I mean, it's it's an amazing. I, mean, I guess it's like back in the day when um, you had Mario on the Nintendo consoles and you had Sonic you know, mm. on the Sega consoles. And nobody would have ever thought that those two characters would ever share the same digital game space. And they did. You know, they all joined the Nintendo camp for one of the Olympic games and they haven't looked back since. You know, it's been a pretty good relationship between Nintendo and Sega um, up until this point. So I guess this is like the first iteration of that now for this generation, isn't it? It's it's mad, you know, I love it. And the, it's we knew it was going to happen. And MLB The Show always ends... It's always in the top 10 for yeah. MPD for the year in America until October when the, everything starts coming out and then it starts falling down. This right. will, I, this is going to pull millions in because Microsoft haven't had a baseball game for generations because Sony had that license tied up, you know, yeah. and now they're finally going to have a real simulation of baseball, which is MLB. And yeah. It's nice to see, because I, I was thinking to myself, oh, Sony are going to half-arse it or whatever. But yeah. obviously from what we're seeing here, Sony aren't. You know, they've just announced the collector's edition, which you mentioned there, which is Jackie Robinson, you know, a uh, very important player in baseball history. He's the cover art for that. Xbox is also getting a collect the collector's edition as well. You know, but the cross-platform multiplayer shows that Sony are taking the MLB because it is a million, 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 million sellers seriously, and they yeah. really are focusing on making sure Xbox get a, a great version of the game, you know, and yeah. hats off to them. And then again, as I said, it's coming to Switch um, later in the year as well. So it's just more people in America get an opportunity to play MLB The Show, um, which, again, they'll be happy with. And anything that keeps a gaming franchise going is great. It is, it is, and uh, yes, it, I guess it kind of shows um, a little hint to Xbox's strategy going forward, um, that them just becoming a platform for everybody and anybody uh, mm. to release their games on. So, um, I mean, we did hear uh, rumblings from the Google camp as well with Stadia. Uh, they closed their first party uh, development team, didn't they? Mm -hmm. um, to focus more on becoming a platform just for third-party developers uh, to it release their their software on the console or on their service. It's true. You know, it's, it, it could be more cost effective for uh, developers, especially new developers. Um, but if they are able to, you know, secure some exclusivities, <clears throat> at least like have like 30 days a month or whatever, uh, they can still definitely keep that cam going. And I do believe that that might be the same model for the Xbox um, Xbox as well, right? Yeah, well, I think what you're going to see now is what's happening in the streaming space. You know, yeah. programs leaving Netflix turning up on Amazon, programs leaving Prime turning up on Apple, Apple turning up on... You know, everything's moving around like that. And I think you see the same thing with games now. I think Google looked at yeah. it and thought, screw it, let's just buy third-party yeah. exclusivity, whether it be timed or not, like they did with Sirius Sam 4 and stuff like that. Or, right. And I think you'll see the same thing again with um, video games on that front. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's nice to see MLB The Show flexing its muscles and it will be really interesting to see what its sales numbers are like um, yeah. going in. And if Sony, you know, who knows? Sony may look at this and think, oh crap, we just made an absolute ton of money. Let's look at something <laughs> else because... <laughs> Let's be honest, you know, Xbox is great, but it's not going to catch 
PlayStation in the first two, three years because it's just ridiculous the demand for PS5 at the moment. Yeah. But if they look at that and think, okay, we've made this much, what would happen if we released Spider-Man Remastered on Xbox? How many how many more millions do you think we would sell? You know, they released Horizon on PC and yeah, the game was pirated, but it's still sold. It's current, I think they announced it's up, it came out under a year ago and it's up to 700,000. How old is this game? Wow. That's 700,000 yeah, yeah, units, more sales on a PC that you wouldn't have got on PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. And if you did, they were like 10 bucks each. And so it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. So it's, it's, yeah, it's great crazy. for video game industry. It is. It is definitely. Uh, and yeah, I'm just looking forward to see this future ventures. Uh, who knows? We could probably see an Xbox, Sony and Nintendo collaboration on one title. That'd be interesting. Yeah, it's called Minecraft. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there we go. We got it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, yeah, as they go against the other two streaming giants uh, of the future, which will be Amazon and Google. So, uh, well, it might just be Amazon. I don't know if Google manages to get their finger out of their bums. Um, but yeah, you know what Amazon uh, is? You know why when people say Amazon? You know what I think Amazon? Okay, their shop business is amazing, right? But yep. anything else outside of Amazon Marketplace, anything else, Amazon is a jack-of-all-trades, master of none. They yeah. chat shit about so much <laughs> technology and don't do anything. Yeah. He talked about satellites going up. Like, Tesla's so far ahead of them, it's not even funny. They don't even have it. And, you know, Jeff's talking about, yeah, this is the stuff that we're hoping someone can bring a rocket down. Mate, have you not been watching what the competition's been doing for years? You know, and <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I don't know, you know, I just, I, Amazon, just they've got so much money. They just talk and don't back it up. It's like Google. People don't really, people think Google's success, and they are, but yeah. there has been, if you take the search engine out of the equation, a hell of a lot more failures than anything, but the search engine makes so much ridiculous money and it allows them to stay, make all these failures. But I don't think yeah. Stadia will be a failure. I think it was premature. It came out early. They should have waited a yeah. bit. But yeah, um, yeah it's, it's definitely... Um, Google and I think Apple are more of a threat than Amazon in the gaming space, but we'll see what yes, happens. Still. We'll see what happens. I mean, they've released the Apple TV and that's slowly uh, gaining fraction, isn't it? But it's still got the but smallest. I think what, I think what, yeah, I think what Apple did that was smart though was they didn't look at Sony and Microsoft or anything yet. They just focused on Apple Arcade, which is profitable for them. They're yep. just they're building the infrastructure slowly and quietly. Slowly. No one's yeah. paying attention to Apple Arcade at the moment, right? <laughs> yeah, and yeah. they're doing what Sony did with PlayStation Minis. You know, people laughed at that when it came out, saying this is a waste of time. But that was the infrastructure for PlayStation Now and PlayStation Store and things like that. And everything you see today was PlayStation Mini. Apple Arcade is like the spiritual big brother of PlayStation Minis. So yeah. it's and I think Apple are building that infrastructure, understanding how to do it, and then they'll they'll explode when they're ready. You know, yeah. and they'll make the moves when they're ready because, by God, they've they got the money the for it. So they have definitely got it, you know, and they've actually commanded some interest in the, the gaming space as well with the whole issue with Epic. You know, <laughs> I mean, they've pissed and off a few people. What, what is but, it they're uh, saying now? Like, how much money is in the gaming industry now? They're not going to yeah. stop that, you know, and China. Yeah is that untapped market. You get yes. something successful gaming in China, you're, you're, you're laughing. You're laughing. You're laughing. Uh, a little bit of news as well about, as we were talking about Amazon and uh, Jeff Bezos. Uh, he's recently stepped down, hasn't he? 
Oh, he's uh, yeah, I think he's stepping down, isn't it? By Spring or something. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's by, uh, placed by Adam Jesse, who was the CEO of uh, the AWS division. But that's just interesting, man. I mean, yeah, maybe. He might is have he giving up? Yeah. Is he giving up now? Or is he just going to I just don't think he likes the attention anymore. Yeah. Huh? I just don't think he likes all that negative attention he keeps getting. So I think he's probably uh, you know, like... I think it was, I think it was uh, the fact that um, Tesla is now uh, the richest man in the world. Is like, you know what? Forget this. <laughs> I'm yeah. out of this race. If I'm not number one, I don't want to be in the race. And then Jeff was like, I'm off. No. <laughs> people were saying you know um that obviously the new person taking over at amazon uh yep. is interested in gaming and wants to be a bit more you know full force and fully fledged in the gaming space so it'll be it interesting to see what happens. yeah i mean if he was the ceo well basically he was managing the the aws side the amazon web services and they have the technology kind of similar to google um to create an on-demand service which depending on how popular a game is they can release more resources mm. you know to make sure that everybody's getting the the 4k stream that they need to um so and if he's if he's happy about gaming, I mean, it's only going to be a bright future for those who aren't able to get consoles, you know, but also do have a you know a good enough internet connection. But um, but yeah, uh, interesting times, interesting times. Mm. Um, all right, and so uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're off to our uh, letter section. Uh, today we have a letter from Travis from New York, New York, New York, mm. um, and he asks, uh, "Hey, my boys." Is that an American exit? Great show. Uh, love the Resident Evil coverage last week. Uh, you're welcome. Uh, you make my commute more tolerable. Oh, you're very welcome for that as well. Um, my question is about Gran Turismo 7. Your thoughts on the devs saying that it's going more old school in content than GT Sports, eSports setup? Mm, well, obviously, I'm going to take the reins on this because I love Gran yep. Turismo. Um, so, yeah, what he's referring to is uh, Kazunori Yamauchi, who is obviously the creator of Gran Turismo, saying oh, yeah. that GT7 is going to be uh, a more full experience on the PlayStation 5, similar to earlier games. Now, what happened was um, every time Gran Turismo came out, it was massive. So, like, you know, double-digit millions. It was always a big, big game. PS3 yeah. development, it took ages to get Gran Turismo 5 out. Um, you know, and then obviously, processor. <laughs> but then Gran Turismo 6 came out, but the PS4 just came out. So, like, who's gonna buy Gran Turismo 6 when the PS4 comes out? But yeah. again, you know, Yamauchi understands obviously what's going on around him, and then he released Gran Turismo Sport, which was more of a service than yeah. obviously just one singular game. And that was the only game on the PS4 generation, and it was a huge success because. It's literally like the digital esport for the FIA, you know, the official racing championships and stuff like that. And yep. like they were shown at Formula events, you know, companies were releasing and showing off their new cars in Gran Turismo and things yep. like that, you know. Um, and again, GT Sport has a humongous esport following. There's a lot of money involved. The game is unbelievable, but it is it, it did lack what it did it great for esports. It lacked in single player, and that's yeah. where he's coming from. So he's obviously talking about the RPG elements. It's like, like basically Gran Turismo on the PlayStation One and Two is a collectathon. You collect yeah. the cars, you but you get the cars, you wash them, you clean them. You're like a car fanatic in that game, yeah. you know. But that was missing massively in GT Sport. So to refocus back on that, along with obviously the online elements of sport, is it's a great package for a Gran Turismo fan. I can't wait, just because the game looks stupidly amazing. Oh my gosh, and it always pushes the boundaries in terms of visuals. Exactly. It? Whenever a new machine comes game. out, you need a racing game on it because cars will show off a game beautifully. And yeah. if you think Gran Turismo, they're so obsessed 
with audio and the feel of cars. And yep. that's why they take so long. Because you get games like Forza that come out, they're really fast, they're fun to play. But Gran Turismo is like the daddy of races because every car feels and reacts the way it's supposed to. So the yeah. tyres feel different because of the steering mechanics are different. The pedal resistance is different. And listen, when they have Tempest audio and a dual sense, you know, haptic feedback and adaptive triggers to oh. go with that fascination yeah. that they have. Oh my God, I can't yeah, wait. Yeah, yeah. You know, just to give you an example, I'm not, listeners, I am not comparing the two. So please mm-hmm. don't judge me, but I, I had a blast of Destruction All-Stars on oh. the uh, on the PlayStation because it's free. It's available now yeah. on PlayStation Plus. But it uses the triggers so well because if yeah. I tap it, the car moves to the speed and I can feel the car wanting me to smash that like trigger down. <laughs> and when I do, the car just explodes and it yeah. feels good to do that. And when you get a real life simulator like Gran Turismo using that technology, oh man, I can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be good. And it's uh, it's one of uh, Sony's, uh, if not the highest selling video game franchise uh, under the PlayStation brand. You know, so mm-hmm. it is actually worth, I mean, obviously Sony's like, yeah, you know what, take your time because you're going to be making us a nice boatload of cash, not even exactly. a boat, like a yacht load of cash. Uh, I mean, each game is averaging around, what, 10, 10 million mm-hmm. whenever it comes out the gate. So they know they've got it. You know what I mean? And it, it is the best, well, I guess next to Forza, um, which is, I guess, more arcade driven. Um, mm-hmm. This is going to be for the car enthusiasts and, and they are a dedicated bunch. So it's, it's, it's nice to see that they're actually going to be taking the time and eventually bringing <clears throat> a high quality game, you know, which is going to be reminiscent of um, uh, games past, you know, the Gran Turismo's past and bringing it to the, to the future, which is kind of like the theme of the PlayStation 5, isn't it? I mean, even with uh, Astro's Playroom, um, it's pretty much been, been like an echo to, obviously it's paying homage to the whole uh, PlayStation brand, isn't it? So it's like, this PlayStation 5 seems like it's a thank you to all the fans. Yeah, thank you for, you know, we've reached 100, how many millions? 500, 500 million uh, consoles sold globally, you know, in terms of more uh, places. There'll be more than that. that there'll be way more than, than that, that by now, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's really good to see. But uh, yeah, so thanks, Travis. Uh, really good question. Um, we're over to Lucy now. Lucy from the UK. All right, Lucy. Uh, she asks, uh, good afternoon, evening and morning. <laughs> yeah, play to the intro. Nice. Uh, what are your thoughts on the scenes in Japanese retail stores at the PS5 stock Melee. Ooh, that sounds like a great title for a game. <laughs> in PS5 stock Melee. You know, they could just have like a smash out of all the, uh, the punters trying to get their hands um, on a PlayStation 5. But um, yeah, uh, you want to take this one? Because, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I saw it on obviously all over the internet that, uh, you know, the Japanese have always been known to be cordial and um behaved and things like that so to see scenes and stores of like cashiers being shoved and just people not distancing from one another and literally just waves and waves of people trying to get ps5 consoles is crazy you know and I will, what I will, it, it, you know, what I will say in, in defense of them is not yeah. obviously the way they went about getting it, but people who are commenting and laughing about it, it's not yeah. a funny time because we're in a pandemic, and for some people, gaming is a mental relaxation. You know, that's their yeah. go-to. Like, like, like my wife knows that gaming for me is my peace, it's my calm, it's my detachment. I says, mm-hmm. would you rather me be outside doing typical dude shit? 
Or would you rather be safe inside playing video games? You know what I mean? Inside. And, inside. And, and, and exactly, you know, and to a lot of people, you know, mentally, gaming is a huge, huge, like, crutch for them. And yeah. not and the stress, like, and I can imagine there's some really, if you think you're diehard, you need to see a diehard Japanese gamer, you know, and the stress they must be going through not being able to get a PlayStation 5 must really yeah. be an issue as well. So for some, for the small minority who are genuinely trying to get one, you know, yeah. Um, yeah. And I think uh, kudos to Japanese retailers who were quickly aware that a lot of them may have been scalpers. So they, again, they started selling it as bundles only. So yeah. still went like crazy, still all sold out, all went as bundles. Um, so legit people were getting it. Um, obviously one or, you know, a couple still ended up on, reselling websites and stuff in japan which is always going to be the case but yeah it's just crazy you know it's just the last time i saw demand of this magnitude for a product was the wii like the switch had it in the summer but you could switch nintendo were decent at getting stock out so you never really saw it but like and the switch was constricted when it first came out but this is just like people are doing crazy shit to get a machine (laughs) like you know companies are holding like crazy online competitions and stuff to win it. And yeah. it just reminds me of the Wii. And I'm yeah. just like, wow, this is madness. I think it's, um, but it's also down to the fact that Sony uh, didn't short stock it, but they didn't stock Japan as Yeah, much, definitely, definitely. Did they? You know what I mean? And I think that kind of rippled around the internet. You know what I mean? They definitely focus more on the Western um, markets, uh, obviously because there's they can make a lot more considerably. Uh, but obviously... We're hearing the fans now. Well, we're seeing the fans now react to this, mm. and at the, the slightest chance, the earliest chance that they can potentially get their hands on it after feeling kind of left out potentially, uh, results in scenes like we've said now. Um, but hopefully, uh, this is only going to be a thing of the past. It's just one instant, and they just start focusing more on their home ground, their home turf. You know what I mean? And get them out there, making sure that everybody's happy, uh, and then. You know, to be honest, I mean, it is an important uh, thing for the company to try and get the consoles into as many hands as possible. Um, but we want to do it safely, don't we? You know, yeah, yeah, so, definitely. You know what I mean? And hopefully, I mean, the good thing is, I mean, there I'll is a steady flow of games coming out right now, you know, so there's not really any need for anyone to go dive out there. Uh, but I guess uh, by spring, uh, obviously, hopefully they would have replenished stocks uh, considerably and right in time for Returnal um, and uh, Resident Evil 8, you know, and obviously Mass Effect, what we mentioned earlier on yeah. the show. So, yeah, come on, Sony, come on, you can make this work. Well, um, they've, got yeah. a, they've, they've got it, well, between now, they've passed 5 million now, but they've got to sell. 2.6 million consoles by March 31st, so they need to get that stock from somewhere. Get it out there! Well, the investors aren't going to be too happy. Uh, but yeah, they'll, they'll they'll do it. I mean, I'm sure they'll be really conservative with those numbers. What, 7.4? You know what I mean? Well, by March, seven, like, get out of here. They've yeah. probably got more than that in pre-orders already. I'm sure they have, 7.6. Yeah, yeah. yeah it'll so, be interesting um, because, I mean, I was looking at Nintendo and they've told investors that by March 2022... So obviously next fiscal year, they'll sell 25 million Switches. And I looked at that and I thought, that's quite low, right? Mm -hmm. Well, but then I looked at this year and I thought, no, okay, that's actually similar to this year. But then I read further on and it said, yeah, it's 25 million based on, that's maximum manufacturing ability. And I was like, I never thought about that. Like how much can you actually manufacture to sell? You know, and the problem that Switch and the, the problem that the Switch and the PS5 have is, 
the units aren't sitting anywhere on shelves they're selling and that's yeah. the problem like yeah. i used to be able to go and go in go on a website and find switch lights left right and center you can't find anything of anything at yep. the moment you know what no, i mean no. and it's just mad yeah, yeah. like it's true who but, knows uh, this might be the catalyst that xbox needed can't get a Switch, can't <laughs> get a PlayStation. I'll just buy Xbox. Now. Just... No one get PS5s or Nintendo Switches. Now's the perfect time to get some Series X and Series S's out there. Mm. Um, yeah, it, it could happen. It could happen. Um, but yes, thank you, uh, Travis and Lucy, for your questions. Um, definitely got the brain popping in that one. Um, all right. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we come to that the favorite part um, of the show, um, which is called the 10-second game. And that's kind of becoming a name for it now. And today it's my turn to see if I've actually got what it takes to beat the clock. <laughs> well, some, some before music. we get to the 10-second game, because you skipped a bit, we know you're playing God of War. I'm playing Maneater. I love this fucking game. It's so <laughs> yeah. much fun. You know when you just come out of Demon Souls and things like oh, yeah. that, and like Devil May Cry 5, and you clock it, and you're like, you just need a bit of wholehearted fun. Maneater yeah. is your game. Like It's it stupid fun. Like it, it doesn't take itself seriously. The right. commentators t- making it a joke, but it's all set as in a TV show. Uh-huh, and you're the okay. shock, so it just makes sense. And it's just stupid fun. Mm-hmm. Pick it up, I play it, I have jokes, I put it down. Nice. You know, and I'm also going through the Mortal Kombat story, so I'm just kind of working my way through that slowly <laughs> and things. Nice. But um, yeah, oh, yeah, well, your 10-second game this week, it comes from Robert, and it's about Astro's Playroom. Astro's Playroom, the game that comes pre-installed to the PlayStation 5. Right. Uh, it's a great homage. But anyway, so for listeners who don't know, the 10-second game is you have the opportunity to ask me or Alex four questions. We go every other week with each other. Uh, yep. You just send your questions in. If you want to ask me questions, you need to send them to the latest ps 5 at gmail.com. And if you want to send Alex questions, you just tweet them or dm them on twitter which is at latest ps5 so robert has your astros playroom questions and you have to make sure that we can answer it within 10 seconds um so no crazy lists which robert has done with question one (laughs) alex question one can you name three of the four wills in astros playroom oh my days um super highway uh Something to do with the cooling system, uh, the SSD highway, I think that's what it's called, Ding. and the GPU. Oh, too long. How Ten seconds, two. mate. Ten seconds, two. <laughs> so you got the SSD speedway. SSD speedway, yeah. Cooling springs. Okay, yeah. The GPU jungle. GPU jungle, that was and it. And memory meadow, which was that red level memory that you were meadows. talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The um, flying. Really good. I mean, what I like about it is like each level has got like a Daft Punk-esque type uh, theme song in the back, you know what I mean? Which is singing. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize that to the other day. I was thinking, wow, he's actually singing the title. But um, yeah, man, it's a it's a fun game. But anyway, jumping on to the next question. It's a great game, mate. It's great. Yeah. It's a great game. Um, can you name five references to older games? One. Oh my gosh, yeah, it is a lot. We've got Tekken, we have Death Stranding, we have uh, Devils May Cry, we've got um, Metal Gear Solid, and we have... Um, <laughs> what? Oh, oh man, how did you get on that one? No, there, there, there's loads, there's loads. There's one in particular, um, <laughs> that one that I played at that demo at yours that one time, uh, the, the walking one in the gold sands. Um, Journey. Uh, what was that called? Journey. It was like an indie game. It was Journey. an indie game you play as... Sorry? It's called Journey. 
journey. That's it, yeah, that's what's going mean. I, mean, I can't believe you got that wrong, yeah, mate. You, you, you took sick, too man. long. You took too <laughs> long. Yeah. I've got four of them, obviously, but I'll speak particularly with my answers. But anyway, uh, yeah, throughout the game. Well, this one's an interesting one, actually. Uh, Can you tell me the file size of Astro? The file size? I don't know. Um, probably about, what, 25 gig? 25 or, eh, or less? 10.6. 10.6? Oh, nice. 10.6 gigabytes. That's all Astros is. That's crazy to think that that's, that game that is, is only 10.6 gigabytes. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. But, um, I mean, it's it, it's a beautiful looking game, but obviously it's, it's, not, it's not like a massive open world game. You know what I mean? So they can concentrate all the resources to mm. the, the area that you're actually interacting well, the SSD with. is so... Like, every, we've seen it with oh, PlayStation SSD, 5 games, geez. isn't it? You know what I mean? They, yeah. They're not even that big. Well, they're big. The launch games are big, but yeah, a lot of the yeah. PS5 games aren't. Right, final question. Alex... Okay. Surely you're not yeah. going to be the first zero out of four. Come on. Go for it. Can you name the museum in Astro's Playroom? So where you unlock things and it'll sit. What's that room called? PlayStation Store? <laughs> you know, I'd have no idea what it's called. Oh, uh, have you got three seconds? PlayStation Home. PlayStation <laughs> Sir. What is it? You tell me. <laughs> PlayStation Labo. <laughs> Labo, that's why I should remember it because they stole that Labo from Nintendo, didn't they? You cracked me up, bro. You cracked me up, Robert. But thank yeah, you yeah, so yeah. Honestly, much. Thank around. you so much. You know, the, funny, you know, the funny thing is, yeah, it's like I was playing that game not inside and out, but I was just trying to complete it left and right, and then I changed my name. Yeah, and this is a bit of a fault. Uh, I changed my name on the uh, you know PSN network, and then it erased my progress. Oh, it erased my progress and I was so pissed I swear to god man it's like you, you go to the um, you know see when you uh, turn on the PS uh, and it shows you your progress you know what I mean you can actually see the card there hmm. and no matter what I did whenever I clicked onto the game it always started from the beginning and I was like what the hell is going on so I just had to just jump in it and just play the game for a, you know what I mean? So literally, I was blasting through every single level, uh, collecting every single item that I could, all the artifacts, all the jigsaw pieces, all the coins, uh, and I was not paying attention to anything that you were mentioning today. <laughs> I just wanted to get them, <laughs> get them in. I destroyed the dinosaur, and I was pretty happy. I was like, yes, finally! <laughs> you know what I mean? But uh, yeah, it's a phenomenal game, though. It's it's a really beautiful game, and uh, what they do, not only with the visuals, but with the dual sense, it is the best experience that anybody could have on a uh, that any developer has created um, with the uh, the vibration haptic feedbacks on any system. Like, have you tried um, Destruction All Stars yet? Not yet. So I'll be diving on that. But after a, a, an hour in God of War, no, no, yeah, don't touch anything but God of War. Man. Just, just play God of War. I forgot about that. Don't play anything. Destruction All Stars. I can play that in. You know, as long as dude, as long as you download it, you own it for life. So. Nice. That's yeah, it. Yeah. So, yeah. and don't forget, uh, listeners, that's also including Control Ultimate Edition and also Concrete Genie, which is a game about bullying and things like that. But it's a really good game, apparently. So, yeah. great month. Well, it is. Yeah, it is. And they're just starting to ramp up. So, it's going to be interesting to see what else they manage to pull out of their, their hats. But um, that's been it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, thanks for listening. Um, uh, if you want to get actors uh, by email, uh, uh, you can get to us at the latest ps5 at gmail.com at twitter and uh, the latest ps5 um we're available on pretty much all streaming platforms so just have a look for us um and yeah if you do feel like supporting the channel via patreon it's all welcomed it's only going to make the show even better for you guys so that we can just keep doing what we do to make you guys happy and make your commute even better every day mm-hmm. so um 
yeah, thank you for listening. And uh, we'll be back again next week. Uh, any any last words, my friend? Boy. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> God of War. PlayStation.